With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Yes, good morning. A bit of Rio Netsky to get you going on your Tuesday morning, 24th of January, day two. Official day two for Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ. It's great to be back on the airways. The team, we're here and we're ready to rip into a big day of sport. Tony Kemp up there singing out, guns are shining. Showing, jeez, Kempe, you've been working out, <laughs> mate. Working out on the lawnmowers and the whipper snippers and all that over the Christmas <laughs> period is about the only thing I've been doing. It's been, uh, yeah, mate. It's been warm up here, man. It was a warm night last night. Woke up this morning, jumped out of the shower, and uh, yep, the old sweat glands are working. At least uh, it's a late summer. <laughs> it's a late summer coming through. I was saying to someone yesterday, is I think February's going to be a very, very hot month. Like, oh, uh, you haven't done it, have you? Uh, <laughs> don't. You put the mocker on it, Kempe. Oh, I don't think we can get him anything. more rain, surely. Anything can be wor- uh, better than January. Oh, January is a horrible month. She's cloudy and overcast down here in Tam- uh, Otatahi Christchurch. So hopefully you can send some of that sunshine down, brother. But um, I'll just give you a quick run through what we got today. Tennis. We're going to be talking some tennis because Novak, the Joker, has continued on. He stormed on through Alex de Menor, the Australian, they've still got a 47-year drought for success at the Australian Open. So Alex, not meant to be. But speaking of Alex, we're Alex Gruskin out of the United States coming on the show to talk some Aussie Open as we head into the quarterfinals. So looking forward to talking tennis. And then following that, we've got football as the Phoenix franchise has had a weekend to remember. David Dome. General Manager of the club will join us at about 7.40 to talk about that week in the Phoenix, getting up 2-1 over the Central Mariners and the Phoenix women's team be winning 5-0 over Canberra United. That's an absolute hiding. So hopefully they can take some confidence out of that. And then after, right? Oh, can't believe we're doing this. But we're going to be talking Black Clash and Black Caps with my nemesis, the one and only... Kyle Mills, who was swinging at about 300 metres from left to right. He got me out. Uh, if we want to talk about the Black Caps, bowling woes. There's a lot of apprehension regarding the Black, black Caps bowling. Smithy's sermon yesterday, if you missed it, head over and have a listen on Smithy's uh, podcast. He spoke about the desperation needed from the Black Caps 
to do anything possible to get Trent Bolt back because the bowling ranks are pretty limited at the moment from what we're seeing. So maybe Kyle Mills will have something to say about that. Double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Anytime. We love having your input throughout the show. And 0800 150 811 on the Kennard's Hire phone line. Give us a call. We want to hear your voice. And 640, another chance to take on the Quizmaster. She's a toughie. Oh, it's always a toughie on this show. A Daryl toughie for you, in fact. So looking forward to that later on this morning. But just quickly, this man is back. He's back from... Taking on the punt gods, but the punt gods got one over them over the weekend. Tough old weekend. Louis Herman, what happy new year. How you doing, bud? Yeah, good, Daggy. Yeah, the it's funny, um I <laughs> this I spent so much for, time doing form for Saturday and if I wasn't punting all day I probably would have been alright because there was a couple of bets that I would have would have just been able to cash and walk away. But this is the thing. We love it so much and Karaka million, it was such a good day. And so I ended up bottoming out personally and then ended up um, making my money back at the blackjack table that night. So isn't it funny how the, how the, oh. how the world works? You spend all your time doing form and then you go sit down at some table and you get you're on a hot streak for about seven minutes total and you make all your money back. That's So it was a pretty classic uh, victim, oh. victims of the punt story, but uh, it was good. It's good to be back, boys. Um Great to have you here, and yeah, Kempi just, you always forget how intimidating his arms are until you see them staring at you. <laughs> Breaking out some new oh, sequins too this year. Boys, uh, <laughs> need a few, need a few going through them. Um, yeah, mate, Louis the Punt, it's, uh, I had a really quiet Christmas time, uh, just want a big shout out to the boys down at the Gap today, Alan Sherrick's got three running in Wellington this week, South Road. Waisaki and ladies' man, and I was talking to someone yesterday. What's the gravy, Kempi? Uh, I'll tell you what, he'll tell us himself on Thursday. He's coming up to Auckland on Wednesday, actually. Mm. Look at the yearlings at the Karaka sales because um, he hasn't got around and been able to have a look at it. He's been so busy down there. He's got quite a few in training at the moment. Um, he's got He's been handed a couple too from some very good owners over this uh, Christmas period. So uh, I think this Wellington Cup this weekend – Personally, I think Alan Sherrick owns it. Oh, there you go. A bit of gravy from Tony Kemp. If anyone knows, it's Kempy. Al Sheikh Sherrock, the Trent and Wellington Cup, getting the job done. Mate, he's been on fire, Kempy. He has been on fire as of late. Tav attack over the weekend. I can't believe I didn't. Well, I can believe it because I've put a limit on myself, Dag, and you lost your first leg. So it was watch the TV and, <laughs> and uh, have a wee... What if moment? Um, but mate, he's been on fire. Sh- the shake. Yeah. I so said, look, I spent some time down there just to, like, not a hell of a lot changes in that life for him. You know, like he's a, he loves. He's, you know, he even threw he even threw the sentence out. Like, I just love being on the farm. You know, like he's out haymaking and. Um, I walked in one night, one afternoon, and he was out feeding up on his own. You know, he's putting his little mixtures together for his horses. He's just got this um, preparation that he goes through religiously to prepare his horses. 
uh, and he and he'll throw out comments up at the gap. I love going home and up at the gap in New Plymouth. It's just a just past the finish line up there. There's a little hut where all the boys go. You know, you've got Jacko up there. He's the, the basically the groundsman breaks all the horses in, um, and all the trainers sit in there and they just talk horses all the morning. You're watching these horses go past, and you just pick up these one-liners from them. And you you know, Janelle Miller was up there, um, the Taranaki crew and CD, and you're just listening to them what they're talking about. And you, I tell you what, if you are a punter and you can get up to places like that to listen to what the trainers are saying, you know, that's where the form's done. Oh, I'm glad, thank goodness I wasn't there, Kempi, because it'll be a tough old weekend, mate. <laughs> well, eh? I don't think anyone could have predicted what happened on the weekend, unless you were just a diehard fan of those stables. There were some uh, surprises out there, particularly with Pro S getting the one over. Warren Kennedy... How good that James Wildwood. Oh, stable. Nine dollars. Nine bucks. And the worst one about that is over in Australia, they had the, the Gold Coast Millions and Fashion. Okay, was it Fashion Shoot? Yeah, I think it was Fashion Shoot. With Josh Parr. Well, Josh Parr was over here for the Record and Race Week. I played golf with Josh Parr, and Josh Parr won the $2 million race over in Australia. And I had a look at it. Won its last three, and I was thinking, it's paying 25 bucks. And I was like, oh. Will it? Nah, no chance. Well, it steamed home and got one over them over there. And Josh Parr winning his big race, biggest race to date. So anything could have happened over the weekend, Kempe. But punting, well, I just have to take a little side. I'll go to the side for myself. I've had a wee, wee little pep talk to myself and just going to chill out this year and enjoy the races and keep talking about it and listening to you guys. And hopefully, uh, you guys can have some success. And many of you's out there. But Kempe, yesterday, big day for SENZ. Big day for SENZ. Talk to us about this partnership with the Warriors, mate. Mate, awesome news. I mean, like, uh, getting them on board as, I guess, their partner and being able to get um, inside that camp and listen and talk to players like we did last week. Me and Logs went down there at the, at the press conference, had a had a good chance to uh, chew the fat with Dylan Walker and, and Chance Nickel-Crockstad, um, you know, senior players that they're born into the club and then announcing it yesterday on SCNZ that they're a partner, big news for us. You know, like we do commentary uh, of all their games. We also, you know, run the running is straight. We've got more, more access to them. So I think it's really good, mate. It's, and rugby league in this country too, as you've got to remember, Aside from the All Blacks, everyone loves Warriors. So, you know, you want to listen a bit to find out some stuff about the Warriors? Well, guess what? She's all over SCNZ with the Warriors this year. So, so you're obviously doing Run It, run it Straight, your, your Wednesday uh, you know, show that you do, and it's a fantastic show. But the, will this give you just real exclusive access to the players? Like yesterday, Cam George and Andrew McFadden went into the studio with Kirsty and, and, and made this huge announcement. But, like, you know, just speak to us about the, the kind of detail and access that we're going to get to these these teams, or this team, the Warriors. Well, to, to give it some light, I guess it's like uh, New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing. You know, it's a, the partnership with the TAB. There's the similar, similar um, type access as we have with the trainers and bits and pieces like that is around the Warriors. Like Cam George coming in yesterday with Andrew McFadden into the afternoon run home show, show with uh, Beaven Kirst. You know, you, you're going to be able to get access to players, to the CEO, to coaches, 
uh, to talk on, you know, our shows, the breakfast show and, and the likes, but also on our rugby league show, um, running it straight and, and the commentary. So I think it's, um, you know, just reviewing some of the, that content that we got last week, it's being able to sit down and, and really ask those questions that our, our listeners want to hear. You know, and and not being afraid to ask them, you know, and as we know with myself, uh, is it's I've always always put out those questions out there into that domain, um, which is not going to change. We just need to make sure that we can continually get that access uh, all year, even when I guess they're going not so well, but even when they are going well. Um, and at the moment, I think with Cam and, and Andrew McFadden coming in yesterday, there's a really good start for SCNZ just to get underneath the, I guess, the, the, the radar of the Warriors to see how they're actually tracking. And there's lots of talk coming out of the, out of the um, club at the moment. You know, they're fit, they're lean, Johnson's got a six-pack. You know, they they're looking for a front rower. Or it's you know, there's all this good talk about the off season. And three weeks time, 9th of February, well, they kick off. And I reckon I was saying last week, you know, like it's going to be so hot. We are we are actually going to see whether or not they're going to hit the ground um, and perform this year. Because one one thing that uh, Webby's trying to do is he's trying to get the match fit by by training like they're playing. And we'll see whether or not he's uh, he's seeded that um, over the off season. Uh, the, the 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 query for me, and I think it's across the competition, is the top teams that have so many players that went to the World Cup. How do they perform? Because Chance Nickel Clockstick has only been back at training two weeks. But if you, you go over to Penrith, well, they had 20, 20 odd players that played through the World Cup through their squad. Um, so how does that affect? The competition in 2023. I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a barnstorming season for the uh, NRL. Um, but there's lots going on. I wanted to I'll talk to Kyle Mills about that today when we talked to him around the CBA and rugby league. You know, because he's had lots lots to do with that in cricket. Um, what his thoughts are on that at the moment? Because there's a talk of a strike happening in the NRL. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, mate, at this time of year, that's the last thing you want to hear. Because if they go on strike. Um, Mate, on top of the World Cup, and they don't train, and and all of a sudden this competition, mate. We'll, we'll be watching the TAB. We'll see where the odds go to. It'll be well, all over the place. What's your take on that, Kempi? Like click the bargain bargaining agreement. Obviously, uh, money on either sides, and we know the money that the NRL are, are gaining from the broadcast deal. There's plenty of it out there. Do they have a fair case? The players, hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, and they've had a fair case for a number of years. You know, it's just that they've finally found a voice. Personally, I don't think that voice is, um, there's not enough equity in that voice. You know, it's run out of Australia. We've got to, a team in New Zealand. Um, we should have a Pacific, um, a massive Pacific uh, association as well, because that's where the game is, um, predominantly um, played throughout the, the NRL. And, and I think that players do have a, have a say in, in the split. And where it goes, and you know, there's a real interesting post from Joe Nullivell, if you remember, played with the Warriors, went to Penrith, um, finished up in Manly, talking about players' post career of rugby league, you know, and how he wakes up every day with some type of pain in his body, and there is nothing that has been, um, I guess, that trickles down from the the NRL to those players post post their football. It's not a just, a, you know, this is the, the point that I want to make. It's just not about players playing football. 
at that time. You know, we're talking kids coming in, education going through it, and and the big one for me is post career. Um, where where does that go, and how does that look like? So, uh, it's not going to be fixed overnight. Is he? He's a very smart man, yep. Volandis. Um, don't get me yep, wrong. Yep. He's a very smart man. So uh, I think there's still a lot to play. You know, listen to Clint, um, Clint Newton, um, Jack Newton's son, actually, the great golfer, who's the, the boss of the, the Players Association of Rugby League. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to back down. So, um, yeah, interesting space at the moment. They po- they could possibly find themselves, the NRL, in a, in a position like the NFL where players in the NBA, where the players actually are going to walk. Yeah, well, that's what I was just going to allude to. This is American-style stance from the NRL, and it's a changing of the guard. Long time have we seen these franchises, owners, uh, the CEOs from the top holding all the power, but let's be honest, without the players, there is no product. There is no product. So hopefully it doesn't eventuate. We don't get to that solution, uh, situation where there is no NRL, and they've made that stance, but you did right, Melandis. He'll be right over it, and you won't give much away going forward. If you've just tuned us, tuned in, and and you've missed a few things, we've uh, had a huge announcement yesterday. SCNZ is the prime media partner with the uh, the One Warriors, and uh, you'll be getting exclusive access live here on SCNZ. And if you've missed it, Kempi actually went to the wow, he went went along to training into their media session and he got a few interviews, Kempi. Great little interviewing session there with Tamari Martin, Dylan Walker, and there was one else. Who else did you, who else did you get? Chance, Nickel Clockstead. Yeah, Chance, Nickel Clockstead. And you can go watch that on our SCNZ uh, apps and you can have a little lock on the social media, everything that you choose or you go and look at uh, SCNZ um, media coverage. It's all over there, and we can't wait to share that with you, exclusive with <laughs> Uncle Kemp. Hopefully they give you the gravy, Kempi, and uh, uh, hopefully they don't get a bit hurt when you tee off on them a few, few times, <laughs> you I'll and Joe you, from I'll Gizzy. tell you what, you, you'll, you'll, you will laugh at this one. The only person that teed off me, you know, like I was expecting it, walked into the, walked into the training session, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I put my big boy pants on, I know there's a few people that I've upset over the years, and... Um, you know, when when Rube said, you know, go down and do the interviews, yeah, oh, sweet as man, no worries at all. I'll be I'll be down there. What time I get down there? Only bloke that teed off at me was uh, the gear man. <laughs> Laurie, <laughs> Laurie, I walked in and Laurie Did walked up. You steal up. all the gear, mate. Mate, well, you well, you're gonna be nice. You're gonna be nice like this. And I said, come on, Laurie, don't be like that, mate. Get back on those water bottles. All right, I'll be I'll be fine. Um, but the, the boys are fine, mate. You know, they're they're professionals. They're you know they're uh, they know they got to do, do a job and. Um, you know, thank for that access last week. What a what a you know, what a tee off the first one. You know, with the three uh, three big signings: Chance, uh, Dylan Walker, and Tamari Martin. I, like I said to you yesterday, surprised at the size of Tamari Martin. Um, real happy with him in the sixth jersey. Dylan Walker, mate, will be key this year. And uh, I, I did ask Chance Nickel Clockstead about the body. I've got concerns about whether or not he can make it through the season. Um, he's going to be key too, you know. Like if we can keep him on the field in the number one jersey, then they're not going to have to rotate too many players around. So uh, interesting times coming up for the Warriors. I still think there's a couple of signings to come, so we'll, we'll hopefully be on top of that as well. Beautiful. Watch this space. The One Warriors, prime partner, media partners with us here on SCNZ.